This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on Insurance. I am an attorney who has retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant and expert witness, an author and producer of these videos. Today I'd like to talk about what happens when a lawyer violates the rules of professional conduct. For example, he or she can be disciplined by the local bar association and or the state's Supreme Court. Each state has its own disciplinary system managed by a group of investigators, lawyers, and administrative law judges. A lawyer who, for example, settled a case without client authorization charged interest on money that he loaned to a client, converted client funds to his own personal use, failed to cooperate with the state in its investigation, and provided false statements to the state, was found to be misconduct that amounted to a violation of the rules of professional conduct in Louisiana in a case called Louisiana State Bar versus Reese, a 1987 decision, and in, in Ray Bell, a Louisiana decision from 2019. In Georgia, multiple previous disciplinary cases addressing violations of various rules of professional conduct resulted in a reprimand only in the matter of Jordan, a 2019 decision of the Georgia Supreme Court, and in the matter of Smart, a 2018 decision of the Georgia Supreme Court. The violation of rules of professional conduct is limited to the state bar or state Supreme Court for discipline. In Indiana, for example, there is no independent civil cause of action for a violation of the Indiana Rules of Professional Conduct. A breach of fiduciary duty claim against a lawyer, therefore, is not viable in Indiana, as found in a case called Liggett v. Young, a 2007 decision of the Indiana Supreme Court. In Ohio, Evidence established that a lawyer chose to ignore, rationalize, or act ignorant of the unambiguous limitations placed on him as a suspended attorney, and because he had proven time and time again that he could not act as an ethical attorney, he was permanently disbarred to protect the public in a 2019 decision of the Ohio Supreme Court called Disciplinary Council versus Dougherty. In Texas, the Supreme Court directs trial judges that a judge who receives information clearly establishing that a lawyer has committed a violation of the Texas disciplinary rules of professional conduct should take appropriate action. A judge having knowledge that a lawyer has committed a violation of the rules that raises a substantial question as to the lawyer's honesty, 
trustworthiness or fitness as a lawyer in other respects is required to inform the Office of General Counsel of the State Bar of Texas or take other appropriate action. In West Virginia, a lawyer willfully and voluntarily entered into factual stipulations and admitted that his conduct was in violation of the rules. Accordingly, the Supreme Court focused its analysis of the matter on the proper sanctions to be imposed. Since attorney discipline proceedings are primarily designed to protect the public, to reassure it as to the reliability and integrity of attorneys and to safeguard its interest in the administration of justice. And when a lawyer repeatedly failed to provide competent and diligent representation to his clients, when he failed to timely perfect his clients' appeals, and he violated the rules of professional conduct when he intentionally and knowingly engaged in inappropriate sexually suggestive communications with his client, according to Standard 4.42 of the Annotated ABA Standards for Imposing Lawyer Sanctions, suspension is generally appropriate when a lawyer knowingly fails to perform services for a client and causes injury or potential injury to a client, or a lawyer engages in a pattern of injury or potential injury to the client. Finding that a lawyer was indefinitely suspended by the Court of Appeals of Maryland due to his violation of nine provisions of the Maryland's rules of professional conduct, which included sustained findings of misconduct, client neglect, improper disclosure of client confidences, and conflict of interest. In finding the respondent guilty of those rule violations, the court found that the most egregious misconduct by the lawyer was his disclosure of client confidences without the client's consent for the purpose of furthering his own interest to the detriment of the client. Subsequently, the lawyer sought reinstatement, and however, his petition was denied by the Court of Appeals of Maryland by June, by a June 2019 order and his suspension in that state remained extant. Significantly, the lawyer failed to notify the court and the Attorney Grievance Committee for the Third Judicial Department within 30 days following the imposition of his Maryland discipline, and he was therefore also suspended by New York. In New York, a lawyer's misconduct in New Jersey, for which he was dis disciplined in that state, is also prescribed New York rules of professional conduct, and accordingly discipline in New York needed to be imposed in addition to the discipline imposed by New Jersey. The court found that the misconduct was established and he was suspended from the practice of law until further order of the court. 
Now, after being disciplined, a lawyer can and often does seek reinstatement to the bar. However, in so doing, in addition to satisfying certain procedural requirements, every attorney seeking reinstatement from disbarment or suspension, regardless of its length, must demonstrate by clear and convincing evidence, one, that he or she has complied with the order of suspension disbarment and the applicable rules of the court. Two, that he or she possesses the requisite character and fitness for the practice of law. And three, that his or her reinstatement would be in the public interest. The lawyers that were and continue to be disciplined needed a ethical compass to guide their way. And the concept of ethics that, in my opinion, best fits a lawyer uh, is that stated for more than 90 years by the American Bar Association whose leadership in legal ethics and professional responsibility adopted professional standards that serve as models of the regulatory law governing the legal profession. On August 27, 1908, more than a hundred years ago, the association adopted the original canons of professional ethics. And in 1913, the Standing Committee on Professional Ethics of the American Bar Association was established to keep the association informed about state and local bar activities concerning professional ethics. In 1977, the American Bar Association created a Commission on Evaluation of Professional Standards to undertake a comprehensive rethinking of the ethical premises and problems faced by the legal profession. The model rules were adopted by the House of Delegates of the American Bar on August 2, 1983. All but eight of the jurisdictions all but eight of the 50 states, adopted the new professional standards based on the model rules. The American Bar Association continues to pursue its goal of assuring the highest standards of professional competence and ethical conduct. The Standing Committee on Ethics and Professional Responsibility was charged with interpreting the professional standards of the association and recommending appropriate amendments and clarifications. It also issues opinions interpreting the model rules of professional conduct and the code of judicial conduct. The opinions of the committee are published by the ABA in a series of hardbound volumes available also in a loose-leaf subscription service. The preamble to the model rules says everything about the duties of a lawyer as follows, quote, 
a lawyer as a member of the legal profession is a representative of clients an officer of the legal system and a public citizen having special responsibility for the quality of justice as a representative of clients a lawyer performs various functions as advisor a lawyer provides a client with an informed understanding of the client's legal rights and obligations and explains their practical implications as advocate a lawyer zealously asserts the client's position under the rules of the adversary system as a negotiator a lawyer seeks a result advantageous to the client but consistent with requirements of honest dealings with others as an evaluator a lawyer acts by examining a client's legal affairs and reporting about them to the client or to others in addition to these representational functions a lawyer may serve as a third party neutral a non-representational role helping the parties to resolve a dispute or other matter some of these rules adopted by the ABA apply directly to lawyers who are or have served as third-party neutrals in addition there are rules that apply to lawyers who are not active in the practice of law or to practicing lawyers even when they are acting in a non-professional capacity for example a lawyer who commits fraud in the conduct of a business is subject to discipline for engaging in conduct involving dishonesty fraud deceit or misrepresentation in all professional functions a lawyer should be competent prompt and diligent a lawyer should maintain communication with a client concerning the representation a lawyer should keep in confidence information relating to representation of a client except so far as disclosure is required or permitted a lawyer's conduct should conform to the requirements of the law both in professional service to clients and in the lawyer's business and in personal affairs a lawyer should use the law's procedures only for legitimate purposes and not to harass or intimidate others a lawyer should demonstrate respect for the legal system and for those who serve it including judges other lawyers and public officials while it is a lawyer's duty when necessary to challenge the rectitude of official action it is also a lawyer's duty to uphold legal process as a public citizen a lawyer should seek improvement of the law access to the legal system the administration of justice and the quality of service rendered by the legal profession as a member of a learned profession a lawyer should cultivate knowledge of the law beyond its use for clients employ that knowledge in reform of the law and work to strengthen legal education in addition a lawyer should further the public's understanding of and confidence in the rule of law and the justice system because legal institutions 
in a constitutional democracy depend on popular participation and support to maintain their authority. A lawyer should be mindful of deficiencies in the administration of justice and of the fact that the poor, and sometimes persons who are not poor, cannot afford adequate legal assistance. Therefore, all lawyers should devote professional time and resources and use civic influence to ensure equal access to our system of justice for all those who, because of economic or social barriers, cannot afford or secure adequate legal counsel. A lawyer should aid the legal profession in pursuing these objectives and should help the bar regulate itself in the public's interest. This video was adapted from my book, The Little Book on Ethics for the American Lawyer, where you can read in the appendix the full text of much of the ABA's Rules of Professional Conduct and the full text of various cases that might help you better understand the ethical obligations of a lawyer. If you found this video useful, please convey it to your colleagues. It's free. And please consider purchasing the little book on ethics, which is available from Amazon.com as both a Kindle book and as a paperback. And please subscribe to my Rumble channel and my YouTube channel and to my blog so that you can be advised of future videos and future blog postings. Thank you for your attention.